You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. This is Randy. In the future, Patrick's dad from Make Dad Read Comics will figure out that I actually am a huge Bone fan, but I was playing a long game in my insidious plot to turn Patrick's dad into a true comic book defending comic book reader. This is Melanie, and in the future, scientists will find some unknown exotic manner to fuel time machines, and the BBC will sue them for calling it a TARDIS. And this is Jesse. In the future, when you buy a board game or a card game, you won't receive an instruction book. Instead, you'll get a copy of the app version of the game, which will include a tutorial of how to play it, and you'll just play that on your phone instead. I mean, like that's that's uh, art imitating life uh, because I have had this game. Uh, is it Oni Rim? I've had it forever. It's basically like uh, it's it's basically solitaire with like a labyrinth theme to it almost. And uh, I I just like I don't know how to play this game. Like these rules are confusing, but they're really not. I uh, just loaded up an app version of it this weekend. Learned how to play it in like 15 minutes, and and now I just play it on my phone. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> so the, yeah, that's kind of that's actually that's kind of awesome. So actually, in tutorial. It, yeah, in the past, <laughs> welcome to the Grolix podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, uh, this is episode 46. I'm pretty sure we're gonna do a little bit of a TV talk this episode. Mm-hmm. Just not even, yep. just not gonna bury the lead. Just tell no. you right up front. Yep, we're gonna talk about superhero TVs. Yeah, superhero TVs, <laughs> televisions yeah. with powers. Yeah, like, uh, what is it, Prince Robot the Fourth? Exactly. Yeah, he rocks. He has a TV. Yeah. I need to read On more. His head. I need he to is, read more. His head is a TV. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's like a he's like a Teletubby kind of. Kind of. Yeah. There's this really weird anime. It wasn't. It was a. It was a movie, but it wasn't quite full length. It was. Kind of, a sh- but it wasn't quite a short film. I don't know. It was weird length. Anyway, called Dead Leaves, and I think it was American produced, but it was definitely like um, maybe American funded, but Japanese produced. Mm-hmm. And it was very weird. But one of the two main characters was a guy with a TV for a head, and so he strikes me very much as well. I guess was it Prince Robot, whatever the third. Yeah, he he struck struck me very much as like that character, but. Yeah. It's a weird anime. It's kind of worth watching if you're an adult. Right. If you're not, don't stay away. And nobody's heard of it. So, in-house news, I guess. What's going on? What's what's been happening? What's what's it seems like there's some stuff that we were just talking about in the pre-show that we needed to mention and I cannot remember what any of it is. Uh, now. we have we have a Spotify playlist. Yeah. We all have our own Spotify, but with our powers combined. Our powers combined. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Captain Planet of Spotify. <laughs> yeah, this is just a random stray thing, and it's not necessarily comic book related or anything like that. But uh, uh, yeah, well, I know we all listen, we all use Spotify fairly often. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, this would be fun for Grolix. And um, each of us picked 
about eight tracks um, of mm-hmm. stuff that we are into, whether it's just recent stuff we've been listening to or some of, you know, it's not necessarily like our all-time favorites lists or anything. It's just some cool stuff we've been jamming on mm-hmm. and uh, put together a playlist. And by the time this episode goes up, it'll be it'll be live. And I'll, if you go to growlixpodcast.com, I'll have a list of the songs and who picked what, because otherwise it'll just be a jumble of an awesome playlist to listen to. Yeah, mine are the coolest. Yours are the coolest? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to pick apart which who picked what songs, um, with the exception of a couple that Jesse picked. And then right. I was, so I had to make extra effort to not have all my songs be like, oh, yeah, that's Randy right there. That's Randy's. Yeah. That's totally Randy's pick. <laughs> well. You'll be able to tell, though, for the most part. Yeah. Right. If it sounds, if it's synthy, that's Randy's pick. Well. Or if, or if there's a guy going, what's he building in there? <laughs> yeah i don't know it's just recommended listening i guess mm-hmm. I, I feel like this would be a fun experiment like people should uh like call us out and be like hey this is clearly a, a kefir pick or this is clearly a randy pick, oh or, this you're is right clearly a melanie pick mm-hmm. yeah maybe i won't put yeah maybe i won't post a list of who picked what or maybe maybe we'll hold it back and see what people think first and then let yeah. them know then we'll be like, ha, ah, here's the answers. Mm-hmm. Were you right? Okay. Fools! <laughs> <laughs> Just preemptive. Fools! No, but I don't know. It might be, it might be easy to figure it out. Like I said, I think... I know, I know who, which of us listens to MCP pants, and it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a few... There's a few um, there's a few for me and Jesse each that I think are easy to pick out. Mm-hmm. You, yours might yeah. be trickier. They're the cool ones. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Been sitting on this playlist for like a month or so. Mm-hmm. You guys. Okay, so I, I, I pitched the idea to both Jesse and Melanie one morning. And before I was home from work that night, they both had like their full playlists and then some ready. And I was like, oh. I should probably put together my playlist. (laughs) (laughs) We don't mess around, Randy. We take you seriously. You're supposed to be the serious one. That's true. And it was, you know, you are always like, hey, we should do this. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And then I never do. But that was something that's, you know, I already have a giant list of songs that I Mm. I added because I like them. So I just went and, you know, go and pick some out and toss them at you. It's easy and fun. Yes. Easy and fun. And I didn't put any of my actual music on there. So this is not shameless promotion. Okay. Oh, the thought well had the, the thought had crossed my mind, and I dispelled it pretty quick because I was like, "Nope, that seems cheesy." I'm sorry, I didn't pick any of your songs as my song. Oh, yeah, I didn't expect you to. I, yeah, I didn't expect you to. <laughs> None of us did. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, somebody could Whoops. have. <laughs> no, Whoops, it's fine. we're fired. I'll the link, and we'll tweet it out. You know, it'll be easy to find. There'll be a link in the show notes for this episode. Speaking of episodes. and if you don't like spotify whatever i wish there were uh more podcasts on spotify oh yeah yeah i would put grolix on there but it's it's kind of tricky to get a podcast on spotify really why um they're they're selective Mm. uh which i kind of understand i think they don't want to necessarily like flood what they have with what is essentially a different medium you know yeah but there are some on there, but there are larger name shows that have like a deal worked out and stuff. So, well, why not expand? Because it's, I mean, it's all media. They have, I mean, it's all audio. They have like the perfect um, infrastructure set up. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah. it'd be probably smart on their part because from what i understand they're not really making a whole lot of money on the whole music thing even though it's great but nobody the reason everybody's there is because nobody wants to have to pay for it mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's probably why they're not interested in podcasts that's a good point yeah because there's zero money yeah there's not a lot of money in podcasts i mean i mean maybe there's like probably the ones that are on there make money already so yeah the big names they're established they have advertisers and I don't know. It just seems like it'd be if there's an opportunity to make money off of just having people listen to stuff. I would think it would be podcasts more than music because with music, don't they have to pay like royalties and stuff? I mean, they do. It's pretty slim what they actually have to pay. But yeah, yeah. But the music is going to draw so many more people than podcasts. Yeah, I know. So, yes, I know. (laughs) Yeah, how many podcasts do you listen to on the regular? Which is why we have a Spotify list. On the regular? None. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. But you're all up on Spotify. Yeah, but that's that's because I can not ha- I can listen to that without having to pay attention to it while I do things. Mm-hmm. Podcast, you if you're not paying attention, then you don't know what's going on, and then you can't do that. This is true. Yeah. Okay, moving on. What else we got? Um, Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah. Let's mention Zack Snyder. Traditionally, traditionally, especially myself, uh, have bashed his directorial skills, but um, we're not going to do that. No. I, I probably shouldn't even mention it. You shouldn't. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea how to approach a thing. Uh, I mean, I think I think being honest about it is fine. You know, I mean, like we haven't we haven't been kind, um, but. Uh, the news is broken that uh, he's stepping down from Justice League, and it's not for like happy occasions. No, no, yeah, so. Tra- tragedy. So it's not something where I, I mean, that's worth talking about, though. We're uh, not happy. Yeah, that's worth talking about the Justice League thing. Yeah, it honestly, this is an incredible understatement, but that's a huge bummer for yeah, yeah, for Zack Snyder. Um, obviously, you don't wish that upon anybody. Now, getting kind of cold about things, I guess. It's a little worrisome for Justice League that I was, you know, and I was initially reserved about that anyway. Um, because anytime a movie changes hands partway through production, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't usually have a positive effect on the end product. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if it's Joss Whedon. I mean, yeah. I feel like that was like a, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to grab somebody... To make a bad situation better, that's probably not a bad choice. Mm-hmm. But I honestly don't know that this would. I I don't know. I mean, like that's quite a tonal shift. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of the whole thing. Is even though they are currently working in the same like genre of stuff, you know, superhero stuff and things mm-hmm. like that, about polar opposites in yeah. terms of like the tone of the stuff they create. It's like if you put in office carpet and then chunks of shag carpet around it, you could never lay on that floor comfortably. <laughs> this is true. This is exactly. True. Yeah. Yep. I I think I think she pretty well summed it up. Now I I seen a headline and I didn't click this story because I was I don't know what I was doing. Something else that said Joss Whedon was in some way attached to the project before the this whole um tragedy happened. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe uh, they I were wonder like in what capacity? Maybe they were like. Just, I bet he was a writer. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Joss Whedon. Everybody loves you. Help us make this good. 
That's what they did. Once once upon a time, uh, Joss Whedon was actually attached to a Wonder Woman project. And I was always bummed that that that, that didn't happen because I feel like he would have been a good fit for that. So seeing him on this project, like under better circumstances, would make me very happy. But uh, like, I feel like he's he's going to be very, um, I don't know, I don't know what the word is. He's going to be very held back. It's got to still feel like uh, Zack Snyder's vision for this film is being respected. And I feel like he's going to be under a lot of pressure to do that. Yeah, I mean, I don't think in this scenario we're going to get Joss Whedon's take on Justice League at all. Because that's, yeah. But, well, maybe it won't be that bad because they were trying to lighten it up anyway, right? Yeah. So, So maybe... Maybe they'll meet somewhere in the middle and it'll be decent, decent enough. Cautiously optimistic, but still like this isn't this isn't what anybody wanted. No, no, not at all. So, all right. Well, we we addressed it. <laughs> we talked about it. <laughs> well, when you brought it up in the pre-show, I didn't even think about discussing the actual like what makes this a news story for for us. You know what I mean? Like, right. The sure. Justice League movie and what's going to become of that. and what a possible like you know what um a director director change means for it so mm-hmm. right i was just like oh well and 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 the fact that we've mentioned him in the past it's like well we probably should address this because we've been very vocal <laughs> yeah sorry well yeah. i mean to a point like if well and when i say you i mean me if you don't enjoy a person's work or, you know, whatever, have complaints with about it. That's not necessarily be, to be taken on a personal level. And at least for me, I don't extend my complaints about his movies to his personal life. Yeah. So I, like I said at the beginning of all this, I wouldn't wish this on him or anybody. So, right. Let's talk about uh, TV. So the main shows I'd like to hit are The Flash and Legends yep. of Tomorrow, because those both uh, wrapped up just recently, their current mm-hmm. seasons. Yep. Doctor Who. Yep. Okay. And well, those are the three main shows. I'll, I'll probably <laughs> we we don't care about those other shows. I'm gonna I'm gonna reference Arrow when we get into Flash. Uh, okay, I'll try I'll try to steer clear of spoilers. But I mean, uh, uh, for if you're steering clear for us, don't worry about it. Well, yeah. I, I figured you'd feel that way, but yeah, still okay, just, just for the sake of it, because yeah, fair who knows, fair enough. Are you are are you guys going? You guys have any plans to catch up ever later or? I mean, I guess it's a possibility at some point for me. I don't see Melanie making a point to Man, go I, out of her way. That that yeah. season was and and you know I hear oh yeah you better. guys yeah oh it's way better it's way we, better we fact, dropped off like a season ago, over a season ago so yeah I mean so before be nice the Damien Dark we, stuff well yeah, it was during the Damien Dark stuff during I, I didn't okay. see Laurel die. I might go back just for that, but other than that, you're just gonna play that scene <laughs> oh, over okay. and over, loop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> think of think of Brandon while you do that. I will. Think of technology <laughs> geek Brandon. I'll think you. of him, and I'll even make that creepy, creepy noise. <laughs> the last two seasons <laughs> of television have not been kind to Brandon. I'm sorry, Brandon. You just shouldn't love any characters. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's clearly the kiss of death. And somehow he keeps picking the only characters that don't get resurrected over, like, three episodes later. Oh, oh. But they get to come back in, in dream sequences and stuff. That's true. 
Yeah, yeah. That's true. Even the characters that are still dead, I've seen on Legends of Tomorrow in at least like four different episodes. So, yeah. right. Well, an arrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, we watched, I mean, the crossover, that big crossover they did this last season, that's the only Arrow I've watched in a while, episode of right. Arrow. And it wasn't bad. I think I did watch the first episode of this last season um, out of curiosity, and I kind of enjoyed the tone, but yeah. yeah. I feel like the, I'm getting into it already, um, I feel like the season kind of yo-yoed a little bit, but overall, it it was a much better season of Arrow. I mentioned this on Twitter, talking to you and Brandon not long ago, but I had read an article where I think it was, what's his name? Greg, um, oh, the showrunner. Uh, Berlenti, is that right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, that's just off the top of my head, but I feel like that's right. Specifically, he mentioned, he cited um, how they handled Felicity and the relationship between Ollie and Felicity in season three. Did they just wrap up season four? Yes, this yeah. was season four. He had mentioned that about season three, and I was kind of like, well, I mean, there's probably more problems. But I think he, the point is he recognized there were issues in the writing that season, and mm -hmm. they, they did some things that he said they wished that they had not, or right. did not handle things as well as he preferred. Well, that's, that's big of him, because that season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, well, okay, so since we're on CW stuff, let's start with that. Would, do you guys want to start with The Flash or Legends tomorrow? Legends uh, let's tomorrow. do Legends because, it, yeah, it wrapped sooner. Okay. Did you get a chance to refresh yourself on what had happened, Jesse? If, if I, I didn't watch it, but I just reread like a recap of it, and I was like, oh, my God, yeah, everything happened in that final episode. So It, it was like the most Bill and Ted meets... Uh, I don't know, World War One thing that I've ever watched. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say, as a whole, this season, I I don't think it was perfect because the show is still, in some respects, a bad show, but it's It's also... all over the place. It's yeah. everywhere. <laughs> but but it was fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed this season far more than the first season. I think this season, like, there's, there's stupid leaps of logic and, like, kind of some eye-rolling moments, but there was never anything where I was actively getting mad at the show because it's like you're squandering this you know we talked about it at the end of the, their first season about um how they'd set these potentially cool things up like where um they kind of had their version of the ad uh, ant-man from civil war thing where ray like enlarged himself and was fighting what was he fighting was it a robot or a mom yeah something yeah something like that and we were saying like that should be awesome. On paper, it sounds awesome, but the execution was just like kind of frustrating and clumsy. And I didn't feel that as much at all this season. No, yeah, they didn't. They didn't rely. I mean, like, there's always CGI stuff, but they didn't basically have a kaiju battle in this season. So, yeah, they did all sorts of stuff. Like, first of all, Rip is not in the show for half the season. Yeah, and then when we find him, he's not Rip. Mm -hmm. And that was some of my favorite Arthur Darvel, like to date. They 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 keep messing with us in terms of um, Rip Hunter, because I was initially like, did they really just like write him out of the show in the first episode? I wonder what his deal is. Maybe he needed some time off, or he's working on something else. But but they brought him back for the second half as a villain, which was interesting. Yeah. For yeah, for a while, and then they, they yeah, he was his... both because he lost his memory. 
when he got and then he got his better memory back was a good guy. But then at the end of the season, he was just going to take off again. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah. not really back. It didn't make sense. He, he did take off. Yeah. He took the jump ship. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me that character logic. Mm-hmm. Um, like I understand he come back and he obviously the whole time felt like he wasn't really the captain of the ship anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's, it didn't feel organic or earned. Mm-hmm. It felt very much like that's a character decision because that's what the plot wants. Or, you know, yeah. I, I would argue that it's also what the comic book character does all the time. Really? See, like flighty. He just, he just, he's there and then he's not there and then he's there. And it's usually like, oh no, something has gone horribly awry. Rip, Rip Hunter shows up. Is he, is he the kind of guy that's like, you know, like, um, he'll show up and he'll be like, uh, what's that guy's name? Rory. Rufus. You've got to do something about your kids. <laughs> Rory. Oh, oh uh, <laughs> Doc Brown. He's a very Doc, Doc Brown. Brown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could We've got to go that. back. <laughs> what do you think of um, White Canary? What's her name? Uh, oh, uh, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah Lance. What do you think of her as captain? Uh, I go back and forth on it. Uh, I think I, I've grown to accept it, but at first it was like, mm. I, th- I guess they made it work, but I don't. I don't think it should have. I don't think it should have. She's too. She's too short-tempered. Right. That's and that's another thing. Like that's the way they have her character established, but that's not necessarily how they play it now that she's captain. Yeah, exactly. Though that's what I'm saying. They yeah, made it right, work, but right. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't have. Right. Right. Especially since they're seeing Damien Dark all the time, mm-hmm. and that was her whole thing. And then it's like, oh, I'm just gonna drop it. It's all right. I'm the captain. You're gonna let him live when he's already dead in the future, <laughs> in the and let him live yeah. in the past. That didn't. That was a stretch for me. I enjoyed that. Okay, so they got rid of Vandal Savage from first season. Good. Thank they goodness took, they took Thank care goodness. of that. Yeah. yeah, that drug on too long. I enjoyed that this season was like CW supervillain throwaway. You get our you get <laughs> our second was, hands because it it's yeah. all characters that have, are either dead or have been defeated, or characters we hope would uh, still show up at some point but like right now in the respective series they shouldn't Mm -hmm. because that's the way i feel about like reverse flash like i'm glad they're doing something with him because i like that character and i even like that actor but we have we have had about enough of reverse flash on that show for a while yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and even the things that come after reverse flash feel like reverse flash Exactly, man. Yeah. Always speeds like we we really just can't get over that reverse flash thing. Yeah, they say next season they will be. That reminds me, I have I read um an article about next season of Legends of Tomorrow. That's slightly spoilery, but it makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to know? Sure. I, I, okay, I won't go into the full details. Well, we, should, we should probably get to the end of that episode before we we talk too much about the next season. Like. Uh, everything hits the fan in this episode. What what do, what do we think about this episode? I like the whole lead up, like they're because I mean, obviously they've got like the season long arc going, but breaking it down a little bit more compact, like the last three episodes for sure were definitely uh-huh. like this whole um. Once they got all the pieces of the Spear of Destiny, which is this thing that can rewrite reality, mm-hmm. right. Then we kind of get into this World War One stuff and this whole thing. And that was the last two episodes at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I enjoyed all that because you had uh, time. You had uh, 
I was say, we have Flashpoint, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it was all about alternate realities this year. Yeah, across the board, because the villains won. They got the spear destiny and rewrote time, and because reality. Yeah, reality. And so you get to see all the not all the characters, but you get to see a bunch of the characters as something different. Like, yeah, Ray was a janitor. At and why they kept him <laughs> yeah. around? They 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 mentioned that several times too. Why yeah, they kept him? They shouldn't have kept that. He shouldn't have kept him around. Because they're comic book villains. But yes. um, yeah, yeah. And uh, the scientist guy actually is still a scientist guy, but he's working for for Thon. And then uh, I can't remember what I think his manager is. Is uh, Jax? He's, Jax yeah. was his manager. Uh, Stein was yeah. He was a stooge basically, and loyal too. Mm-hmm. Super loyal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and um, what's her name? Whole face uh, and the and the and the, the like gorilla girl, they, yeah, uh, Vixen and and White Canary, yeah, yeah, those two, they were both his like bodyguard chicks, I yeah, guess. killers, bodyguards, yeah. whatever, assassins. Yeah, the whole reason I mentioned that is because I enjoyed they actually did the whole like so they kind of snap out of it, realize something's wrong. They do the time travel bit and come across themselves, and there was a lot of fun with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what number am I thinking of? 69 dudes (laughs) (laughs) there was just there was a lot of and it's a show about time travelers but they actually kind of like fully took advantage of that this season particularly towards the end of the season Mm -hmm. and played with time travel Mm -hmm. in uh fun ways interesting ways they got to kick their own yeah and uh god it's cheesy and i hate the part of it that i hated the most was the you lost your wounds don't do it again Oh Crap. yeah, the historian and uh yeah. and Rex. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and and Ray. I was I was uh surprised when they let him die the first round. So they time travel back, and the basically alternate future versions of them at that point are disposable. And at first, you're like, "Whoa, they're actually going to kill this person off!" But then, like, they conveniently kill every disposable copy. Of the people, yeah, yeah, by, the time remnants or whatever, yeah, and by like three, three in, I was like, "All right, we get it. You're gonna kill them all, and it's, it's good. It's supposed <laughs> yeah, to yeah. feel like there's some weight, but it's just like now it's just redundant." Yeah, any other time, these people are practically unkillable, but now because they can't, because they're not really necessary, they're just all gonna get snuffed out. Yeah, but they didn't all. There were still what two, at least two of them left. Yeah, I guess Sarah. And somebody was left. Sarah the and the captain, I think, were the two that were. And they, whatever. Yeah. Marty McFlyed out of the existence. Yeah. Yeah. All that becomes a problem, and then like they basically was it they crash land in 2017, but there's like dinosaurs and stuff, so like they've done they've fixed time only to break time. Oh yeah. Well, they fixed time, and that's where they the- leave us. Yeah. See, if she had been smart, she could have wished all these wonderful things. And kept the spirit destiny, and then just fixed all that when they were done. But instead, her her way to fix it was just to make it not work anymore. Smart butthole face. God, you keep calling her that. <laughs> yeah, I mean the 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 best thing in her situation is to, at the very least, make it so none of that happened, and then make it inert, make the spirit destiny yeah. not uh powerful mm-hmm. instead of just starting from there and making it not powerful which i guess kind of has the same effect but not really because they had already screwed up the timeline a couple times before they got to that point they tried to time travel with both sets of them on the ship at the same time 
and that's kind of time storm yeah well and that it seems like that's kind of what fractured mm-hmm. time and like caused this last scene which is a setup for next season yeah, yeah. where architecture is all weird there's dinosaurs it's very uh kind of was it crisis on infinite earths i keep thinking of that uh what, the end of that one season with uh, the 11th Doctor where Winston Churchill has got him as a prisoner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah where time is broken. and I have a feeling if you hadn't watched it, I don't know that our recap clarified anything. <laughs> no, no. It's crazy. Point is, like, it's, as always, it's a cheesy show, but they did, I think, a lot of fun stuff this season and kind of embraced more of what the show should be. Um, right. There's a lot of crazy time travel. Um, just stuff like that. What What's happening next season? I interrupted that. Oh, that's okay. So, again, this is slightly spoilery, but this is... Uh, it was on Bloody Cool or Bleeding Cool, whatever that website is. Sure. But it's a synopsis of season three that they got from the television upfronts, as they say. Um, which is... It's basically like when they pitch new shows or like pitch the next season of it's it's a it's a tv industry thing Mm. it's basically for like you know insiders and you know stuff like that it's not really a general public thing right but we get information from that and they pitched the synopsis for next season which is very spoilery um so that's the last time i'll say it before i just just say it rip hunter's back cool because i was really concerned because it seemed like they were straight up writing them out of the show and Mm. i was like i I like that. I like him. So that's disappointing. Yeah. Right. But he basically goes and forms something called, I think it's called the time bureau. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the time he becomes a time cop in case they need to adjust something. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know why this would be the case, why this would, how this could, would come about given where they were at the end of the season, but he forms the time bureau to kind of police time travel. He, I mean, he basically becomes, what did they call them? They're not time lords. They're time masters. It kind of sounds like he just forms a new time masters oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. And then ends up like the time bureau has trouble with how the legends are handling things, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, obviously a bunch of stuff brought about by this trouble they had at the end of the season with, uh, you know. The, yeah. So isn't it really uh the bureau has problems with the way he handled things. Yeah, I mean, he was there. He was one of them. <laughs> he created it to stop himself. So he'll be back. And there was some other details, but that was like the main thing. So how do they do that? Do they do they use? Do they still use that weird fixed point in time or outside of time Maybe. to look at stuff? Or I mean, that kind of makes sense because it's like there. There's just a bunch of junk there now. <laughs> and the corpse of Captain Cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which we didn't even mention that they brought him back. They were just like, hey, while we're at it, let's bring back Captain Cold while he's still a bad guy. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, it didn't even really seem like it was him, though, so it wasn't... Yeah, because he was full-on villain mode. Almost more so than yeah. he was on Flash. That's what I was going to yeah. say. I, I think he was... I think they had tampered, tampered with him or something because he was not that bad of a guy ever before that we were, you know, part of. It, the, the writing's just so... Uh... All over the place. It's all over the place. It's whatever they want or whatever they need at that moment. They're not really concerned with consistency, consistency, which I'd say in this case is a bad thing. Like they kind of should be a little bit more concerned. Like, I mean, they're doing a time travel show. So, you know, you don't have to worry. That makes a difference a little bit. I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, 
you can't just change the show's always been weak with the character motivations and that yeah. extends to other shows like the flash i kind of had issue with how barry was this season oh yeah all of them in that finale i'm yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah if we're ready for that i'm ready for that yeah yeah <laughs> I'm ready. To, I'm ready. To, I'm ready to talk some smack about Flash, which I never thought I would say. All right. Well, you go off then. I'm curious <laughs> as to your thoughts on it. I'm very curious. Okay. So, like this whole season was, uh, it was Flashpoint. It's you know, it, like it started out with an alternate reality. I wonder where we've heard about that before. I don't know. <laughs> Seems like we just talked about an alternate reality. Weird. Uh, anyway, so they fix that whole thing and it just becomes this problem that, uh, introduces Savitar, which is, oh, surprise, surprise, a speedster. Mm -hmm. And then like, did anybody not see it coming who that was? Like once they revealed the identity of Savitar, did, was anybody like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. I was kind of thinking it wouldn't be, wouldn't be him because it would be too obvious, but I was wrong. Right. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was way too obvious. Exactly. Yeah. I figured it was him early on. I was like, maybe it's Wally because Wally got locked in that thing. And I was like, yeah, it was seemed like it'd be kind of an extra, it seemed extra savage if, if, if they had made it Wally because you know, it Wally just kind of got pulled into this stuff. Yeah. But it being Barry, I don't know. Yeah, it, it did not surprise me. I mean, at least they kind of uh they kind of addressed like the willy-nilly fashion that Barry would just like create a time remnant and let it die, which is what they did in the season previous. Uh so in that respect it was like, okay, I, I kind of dig what they're doing with this. But overall, I was just like, what is even going on with the season? They introduce a new version of Harrison Wells, which, uh, you know, like he hangs around. He's there the whole season where we're like, okay, who is this HR? Is he, is he evil? Is he a good guy? Is he just hapless? What's going on with HR? And then, uh, I mean, like it all, it all just comes together in this finale uh, where they're just like the whole season they're trying to prevent Iris's death and uh, they just do it in like the most callous way. Yeah. And it happens. I thought they were still doing the previously on when it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The way that they did it, it was just like, boom, here we are. And then move on. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Did we just move on? Like everyone just moved on. Yeah. But I was saying to Randy, it's like, you know, if you have, three dogs or something and one of them passes away you're super sad but you still have two other dogs and you're like oh i miss you know dog number three <laughs> that's but... true that's true but like oh well one of them was evil one of them was kind of a jerk but we we grown to love him and then there's this one that we really really liked we're just he got run over but it's okay yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's okay because we still got one yep you know the one that we grew to love so I don't know. I mean, we kind of seen what would have become of that character in that one version of the future where Iris did die, but I'm not sure what they could have done more with the character. Like they kind of like, there wasn't a lot to him outside of his personality. They kind of explored him well enough, but yeah, once, once they kill him off, you're like, Oh, he was like, he was destined to die. That's the only reason we had him. Yeah. Yeah. They invented him to kill him. And you know, it felt so weird and forced when they brought him onto the show, mm-hmm. but they waited long enough to where that feeling kind of went away. And then they like, no, he was just here to kill, you know, just here to die. And he was happy and never be mm-hmm. happy. 
Not on The Walking Dead, not on The Flash, not on Arrow. Just don't be happy. Yep. Yep. All right. So what else? What else, What other thoughts? I'm sure. What other thoughts you got on this, Jesse? I... Oh, oh, that sh- I don't know, man. Like this whole episode was just what? <laughs> yeah, they're going to. I guess that's that's where they started it. Like they started it that way. And that really threw me off. They went through all this stuff trying to keep him out of the speed force. And then he just is like, no, that's where I'm supposed to go. Let me go. Right. And and they let they let Jay out just so that he could walk in. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers, people. Much (laughs) much like how it felt while watching the show. That's like that's like it's a whole own separate issue. Mm -hmm. Because for the most part, I didn't mind this final episode. I thought it was okay. I agree with the things we've said. There's problems. And I think season long, a lot of the characters have been inconsistent, particularly Barry. And I had read not to quote some other review but after i watched it i was kind of curious as to like if anybody had news on what was up next season Mm -hmm. um because of how it ended and i read this review where somebody had mentioned it felt like it felt like every time they'd like progress barry's character arc they would then take like two steps back and reset it Mm -hmm. over and over and that's the perfect way to put it because that's how i felt because it felt like he'd go jerk mode Mm -hmm. and he'd just be kind of a unreasonable jerk about things and be a grump and then you know like tv does at the end by the end of the episode oh you know he's learned his lesson and moral of the story and all this and that like he's resolved it and then next episode it'd be something else and he'd be a jerk again it's like you can't in a long form serialized like show like this you can't keep doing the reset every episode so you can just do the same character arc over and over again yeah um, that's my main, I think my main complaint with this season. Well, it's kind of like how in Arrow, they, they hate each other for a minute and can't trust each other ever again. And then they become best friends again. And then two episodes later, it's the same thing over and over and over. And over. Yeah. The way they left it with Caitlin, I hated. Yeah. She's no, she's not going to be Caitlin, but she's also not going to be killer. Fro- it's like, no, no. You're Caitlin with freaking frost powers. Yeah. Jesus, I don't know why it's so difficult. It was a good episode, I guess. But as a season, I don't think it was that great. There was some stuff I liked. It's just the whole season was them trying to stop this thing. Sometimes it would lead to kind of interesting excursions, like the whole Grodd thing, even though I wasn't that really fond of it. Um, and sometimes it just felt like they were it was being drawn out. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, they couldn't stop it. Even yeah, though they right. had their little trick around actually killing her off, still, like, it was kind of all for nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he saved her, but then he dies. Not dies, but whatever it is. <laughs> they, when even, they even call it out, like, as it's happening. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, was it Joe West? Is like, wait, we've been trying to save Iris this whole time, and we should have been trying to save you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they'd have worked as hard (laughs) and they still failed. So the man, the HR thing really still bugs me because they are clearly, and I kind of understand as a viewer, you don't have as much attached. Well, I mean, I guess it depends how you feel about Iris, but you don't have as much attachment to HR, even though he's kind of infinitely more enjoyable character than Iris is. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Cavanaugh, just in general, like he could play every part as far as I'm concerned. He could have his own spinoff. Other they, than they should. Other than the fact that the show didn't treat his death like a tragedy, like it would have treated Iris's, 
Right. The other thing that I think really cheapens it is that as soon as he's dead, they bring back Wells too. And at the end of the episode, he's like, no, I'll stick around. So it's like they didn't even lose a Wells. If they had at least not brought him back for this episode, it wouldn't have felt so cheap. Yeah, just just wait, man. You can bring back Harrison next season because you're going to need big brains in the room, obviously. But they even established that he's going to stick around. Like the end of the episode, it's like, oh, well, that Wells is back. So that kind of made HR feel even more disposable. You think they're going to try and make him hook up with that smart chick? That made the oh, I hope not. Or, or the oh, I hope not. That'd be creepy for her. Like that'd be creepy of her in a way. Maybe. Yeah, but <laughs> not any creepier than uh, Iris wanting to get it on with Amnesia Barry. Happy Flash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe I shouldn't mention it, but the funniest thing this season to me was when an Amnesia Flash discovered his powers. He was kissing Iris, Iris and then oh, he gets yeah. the this is the hand. And I was like, <laughs> what? Barry, what are you doing? <laughs> what were you thinking it's, of? <laughs> it, it's it's kind of like uh, what was it? It was Smallville. <laughs> like they they basically uh, whenever whenever uh, Clark Kent got all hot and bothered, that's when his <laughs> his heat vision would go off inexplicably. Really? Yeah. I never watched much Smallville. I never did either. But that's way worse because I mean, I guess if you didn't know what was going on, he could have vibrated his hand into her and killed her, but. Heat vision, <laughs> heat vision. You're pretty much guaranteed to mess some stuff up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> puberty, man, it's rough. So this season, I think during the last episode, I was enjoying most of it. Kind of thinking about back to the season, I was like, yeah, I enjoyed this season. This was a good season. But then, like later, when I really started to kind of think about what happened and the characters, I was, it kind of does fall apart a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. I still think it was all right. They said they're not going to do so much time travel stuff next season. That actually kind of disappoints. That would I be like wise. That would. Yeah. I do too, but that would be wise. They need to take a break from it. Time travel and speedsters. They need to just leave it alone for a little while. Yeah, and they can, maybe they can come back. Maybe they can take some time off from that, and while they're doing other things, they can research how to not make it suck, and then they can go back to it. <laughs> Yeah. All right, come on, we're in. This is awesome. We're in the Grolic Studios. Look, it's a plate of Mel's Hot Biscuits. I've heard about those. Oh my God, check it out. Jesse and Randy's Beard Oil. I didn't know you can buy that in buckets. Well, that Sam Club's membership is really paying off. Okay, let's get in their computer and drop this promo. Okay, let's do it. We're the Roman Podcast, and in the future, we're sneaking a promo on the Grolic Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, okay, seriously. Go, it's go, it's go. Here, sir. Here we go. I'm Roman LeBeau. And I'm Rob Gast. And we're from the Roman Pod and Cast. We're just two Canadian guys getting together once a week to put our own spin on weird stories and trending news. That's right. You can get our show every Wednesday night on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, the Laughable app, and of course, here on the EMC Podcast Network. Okay, I think this. I think we got it. Uh, put that in the show. Let's get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. While I'm in their computer, I'm just going to update their comic book pull list for the next few months. What are you adding? Captain Canuck, of course. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't remember who wrote the article, but somebody pointed out that they've gone through like 33 Flash villains or something. Wow. In, was this the third season? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. 
it, it, uh, so they have a problem. <laughs> they have a problem just burning through villains, and like some of them have become good guys. So like one of your major villains, one of your major baddies, Captain Cold, he became good on a different show along with Heat Wave. So there you go. He's the leader of the rogues. I mean, he reappeared this season, or maybe it was just this season he first showed up. God, it was a long season. But yeah. Mirror Master was treated like such a throwaway character. And I was like, wait. Oh, yeah. Isn't he like one of Flash's He's one of the bags? main rogues. Yeah, he's one of the main rogues. And he was handled like such a throwaway. Yeah. And he showed up a little bit again in the future, whenever future version, the alternate future, but with emo heroin junkie Barry. <laughs> yes yeah he wasn't even alone was he, he had a he, um, there was a chick with him too yeah the top the, the top yeah yeah that's a not a good name but um although they <laughs> did they did more so than mirror master's first appearance they did do a bit of a dr strange crazy uh city warping which i thought i thought was pretty cool yeah yeah well maybe they'll just do like arrow and use batman's villains instead <laughs> yeah they're gonna have to at some point yeah yeah, yeah they really 33 that surprises me but they they do burn through you know and they choose kind of odd villains to keep bringing back like not that grod's odd but i can't believe they've gone back to grod mm -hmm. so many times like at least once a season yeah which right. is fine it's you know gorilla grod but not what i would have expected have they shown the shark guy before oh yeah 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 king he, shark yeah he popped up again didn't he yeah yep he, yeah, he did. What in was the that? same episode as uh, Captain Cold. That's oh, okay. Okay. He needed Captain Cold to break into that place and get the uh, thing from Argus, which was interesting. Like an arrow crossover without a crossover. Oh, I'm blanking on that one. I'm trying to think. I think we might have I... missed an episode. Was that towards the end of the season? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't remember what they were stealing, but yeah, they had to steal something. I think the CW app kind of screwed us somehow because i we started watching the finale i think we might have missed the episode leading up to it because we started watching the finale and it really does just throw you into it and we we're like wait did we miss something and i went and looked at the app and we had watched the episode it listed before mm -hmm. so and uh there wasn't anything in the previously on that we hadn't already seen yeah but it, it was like went from nothing to all of a sudden it, it were there at iris's death yeah i think we missed an episode which Okay, that sucks. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll be able to go back and find it again sometime. Yeah. It was episode 22. Hmm. So this end bit, this very final tacked on scene, this manufactured cliffhanger. I mean, I guess they established, you know, Jay got out, whatever, but. Oh, I did like, I did like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm jumping back again real quick. I liked the fight between. Uh -huh. So I wasn't surprised, you know, about the time remnant Barry. I think that's not a bad idea. I like the idea because it's very time travely and weird and and I like the fight between mm -hmm. them. Yeah. But anyway. I have a question though about that the time remnant thing. If you create a time remnant, aren't you supposed to have them die? Because one of them has to die, right? They can't just both be there. Well, I mean, yeah, essentially they always have to die. Right. So why is he all angry about it? That's his job. To die? Yeah. Well, he doesn't like that. Yeah, he's been cheating it. He's been cheating that system. In order to uh, preserve himself. But why? Makes no sense. I liked when regular Barry, like, phased into the Savitar suit yeah. and pushed the other one out. Mm -hmm. I liked the other one's reaction. He's like, 
I don't remember exactly what he said, but I think it was something like, oh, it is written or something, something yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he got uh, all excited. He's like, see? <laughs> Destined. <Yeah>. So <laughs> I did enjoy it. Ze- he became this really religious zealot guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. Like, um, I have no, I have no meaning. I have no purpose. So I am a God. And I wasn't, okay. So Grant Gustav, Gustav, Gustafson, Gustin, Gustin, Gustav, yep. Gustav, Susan. <laughs> uh, I'm, just, I'm just adding new names. You're, to just, him. you're just adding syllables to his name. Yeah. Um, I wasn't super fond of the e- future emo heroin junkie Barry. Mm-hmm. It just seemed a little over the top, but Savitar time remnant Barry even though he was still kind of just as like more over the top, I guess kind of made me appreciate his acting chops because he definitely carried himself differently mm-hmm. and it yeah. wasn't just like looking moody. I mean, the makeup helped the big scar thing, but he carried himself with a different confidence and stuff. And I kind of appreciated that mm-hmm. when you, when they can do the whole like split screen, the same actor twice on there, you know, yeah. and actually come across as a somewhat different person. Yeah. Cause happy Barry just seemed like, Hi, Barry to me, kind of. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and musical musical theater, Barry. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention that, too, but kind of keep it it's a separate thing. You, I, watched, you I don't think I watched asleep, that one. You watched. You fell asleep during like the first song. Yeah, because I was like, oh, musical. Uh, and then... <laughs> <laughs> For me... Okay, well, I guess let's talk about the musical. What'd you get? What, okay, Jesse, what did you think of it? Uh, I liked it only because I know both of those characters are on... Uh, on Glee, and then you had John Barrowman, who is like a pop star over in the UK, and they're all. I was just like, it's so meta that I just like. I it wasn't like my favorite story, mm-hmm. but to see them all just start singing. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Professor Stein mm-hmm. is is a huge musical guy, so like to see him sing, and it was like they pulled anybody that had any previous singing experience, and they're like, all right. Here's your day. <laughs> yeah, everybody who sang was actually, you know, sang. And they're, they all have, yeah, the either, you know, Glee or um, Opera. Well known, like, theater uh, careers and stuff like that. Yeah. So they had a lot of people. Oh, and then, uh, what was it? Uh, Blaine Warbler from, from the Glee. Uh, he was the music meister or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like, if, if I was going to give it to anybody, it would be like, okay, yeah, he can be the music meister. I'm tired of Glee trying to stick its nose in my shows, man. Stay out of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I, we've had that complaint with uh, American Horror Story. Yeah. And I want to see the rent of them one other one, too. Where I'm like, this is not appropriate. So I did not like the first number. And I was a little worried when that kicked in, the first song. After sure. that, the, but it's not really my style. Like the one guy, was it the music meister who was singing in that one? Maybe, yeah. I didn't like... I guess that's that modern musical sound. I didn't like. I didn't like it. The others after that, though, I thought it got better. I liked uh, Barry and Kara. Uh, Kara's song. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I liked their song. They had it was fun. Um, the others. Yeah. I overall, I don't like music. I, li- I like it when Joe West sings. Whoever that guy is. Yeah. <laughs> like he he's got a good sound. Yeah. Yeah. I think he might have had my favorite sound, but he's. Um, it's I guess style. You can see their their different styles come out there because uh, Stein had a very operatic kind of wobbly. Yeah, his was mm-hmm. a little tough. It was a little tough to handle, but uh, still, I was it was cool to see him do it. Like it was good. It's just like 
genre not really my yeah thing. yeah well and it was it was the most different of everybody on that episode too mm-hmm. like it yeah. didn't mesh it's not so contemporary right i don't get crazy a lot of people were super excited about it going into it for whatever reason people like musicals i guess but i wasn't thrilled about uh, you know the idea of it but i was like okay well i'll keep an open mind about it i like musicals that are made to be musicals I don't like it when they try to make a musical out of something that is not a musical. Yeah. Stay in your like, own areas, damn it. <laughs> like uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer when they did a musical episode. Yeah, I cannot remember it. It seems like the thing. So, it seems like. Once more with feeling, yeah. It seems like I would have hated it, but I don't remember how it struck me. And I think I was still watching Buffy at that time. It was pretty good, but it was like, I mean, it was all explained in a very Buffy way, so. Mm-hmm. There's some people that loved it so much that they got like they put out a soundtrack for it and everything. I I wouldn't go that far. There was like maybe two good songs in that episode. I don't know. I've been slowly revisiting Buffy, inspired by a, it's a, it's a, a good show. I've been listening yeah. to. Yeah. Back to back to Arrow for a second. I really feel like Arrow uh, did a better job keeping their season cohesive than Flash did this this season. Really. I just, I just feel like I need to admit that <laughs> like their, their finale, their season, everything flowed much better than the flash this, this year. Was it as interesting though? Uh, that varies because <laughs> arrow arrow was arrow was better than normal, but coming off of the Damien dark season, that's not saying a whole lot. But they they threw back to season one a lot, and I feel like that was the right move. So oh, we can touch we can touch on the big crossover too. That was the yeah, season. Yeah, the Supergirl crap. Yep, it's crap. I was very, I didn't even bother because you told me not to. Yeah, so I didn't. didn't miss anything. It was literally one of those things where I think at the beginning of the episode, a portal tried to open, and then we got a whole episode of Supergirl, and it was not a good jumping on point. Like they didn't they did not. I don't think they understood. Mm-hmm. crossover like you know i mean shows do crossovers but since they're comic book shows you kind of think about comic books and ideally a good crossover in a comic book at least for a new reader in this case a new viewer would be a good jumping on point and this was not right. that it was right. they were in the middle of their stuff they didn't care to explain anything i didn't really wasn't keen on anything i saw Mm-mm. and then literally the last scene of the episode was barry and cisco pop out and like hey come with us like, oh, really? Oh, really? We're going to oh, do that's, that? That's what we needed to make this a crossover. Great. Uh, the other stuff I liked. Actually, the Arrow episode of the crossover I enjoyed, and it kind of, I was like, yeah, I, I kind of remember some of the stuff I liked about Arrow. Yeah. Sorry. Finally, jumping back to this last scene, speaking of tacked on scene at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Where Barry, Jay is out of the Speed Force. He was in prison there for a couple episodes. And... He got out, and then the Speed Force was wrecking up the city uh, because it needed somebody in there for some reason. And so Barry was like, well, I have to go in there. It's like, well, what about Jay? He's standing right back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Or, or Wally or anybody, you know. I, guess, I could understand I him know. not pushing Wally towards it, but, like, Jay was already doing yeah. it. But in my head, and I was watching, too, the whole time. During that whole thing, you only see Jay in the background like once. Otherwise, it's almost like they made a point not to show him. Because. So the viewer wouldn't be like, hey, wait, what about. Yeah, because he he should have. It would it would be 
what his character would do be like yeah. no i'll do it that's, it would that's the thing it would be what his character would do but in my head he's back there like playing like huh what who yeah whoa what what's this what's this now i'm just yeah. gonna go not here Yep. <laughs> I have an Earth somewhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a I got an Earth Nine now. That's a thing. Hey, so the Speed Force is just the Speed Force, and it's all over, and it's not each Earth has its own Speed Force because it seems like that's the way it should be. That's a good question. The Speed Force seems like the kind of thing where it would be across all universes. Mm-hmm. It'd be one force, but when they're like when a bad speedster comes from another earth and i don't know if they really played into this much last season or the season before this this recent one it seems like they have an effect on the speed force while they're there on that earth but when they're on another earth it doesn't seem like they have any effect on the speed force Mm -hmm. which makes you think there's a speed force for each universe yeah Hmm. i don't know i don't think the writers do either yeah well they should think about that and or it's one of those things where they're like we are we can do no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's like uh, what does what then does uh vibe and gypsy tap into like what what i don't understand how that's different from the v- the speed force then you know like yeah well we just we just get the vibes of all universes but the speed force can traverse them but only when it's convenient for that to happen well and she dropped some line about them being connected to this last episode well, yeah, I, I know they okay they vibe, and there's other shows where they talk. Or not shows. There's other comics where they talk about having to find the vi- right vibration mm-hmm. of you know the that universe, and I think I think they've done it in Flash too. So maybe maybe uh the Speed Force is just like some um big prime like primal vibration that all of them come from. I don't I don't know. Are Gypsy and uh, Are Gypsy and Vibe gonna wind up being the same person? Are they gonna go there? Like, are they just like she's all- just a multiversal version of him? Only like a rule. What's that internet rule where there's a there's a female version of everyone? Mm. <laughs> like that's it. You're just female Vibe, and I've been digging myself. Yeah, that would make for a good joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why is Barry's mom always the speed force? What I was going to say is to Barry, it kind of makes sense, but they yeah. saw her too. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why the speed force would yeah. one appear to them at all. But if it's going to appear to Barry as is, why would they? I don't know. Why it's weird. Yeah. It, it, Flash, your mama so speed force that when she shows up, you go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It, really i think if i if i was there and i saw his mom there i'd be like that's not your mom your mom is dead don't trust this thing yeah that would freak me out her being there. yeah i'd be upset but he was all I... zen he was all like yeah i'm going to my room now i I'd, I'd be upset if i were iris i think too yeah me too Just in <laughs> yeah general. a little bit and barry was given how all over the place his character's been was awfully zen during this whole thing yeah you get some of those drugs from the happy uh, him, the happy him. Yeah. Well, I thought, <laughs> happy oh, him. him. Do you think Barry's coming back next season, or do you think it's going to be the Wally Show now? <sighs> I, I would almost prefer it if it were the Wally Show. But if they go that route, they've got to leave Barry out of it for a while. Like, don't 
Don't have it be the Wally show for just the first episode. And then all of a sudden, oh, Barry's back at the end of the episode. Oh, you mean like the Flashpoint I can thing? Al- I can almost predict that's what's going to happen. Like the first the first episode of the season will be uh, Jay showing uh, Wally West the ropes, kind of like we would all hope for in the, uh, the uh, Mark Wade run of The Flash. And then uh, like at the end of the episode, somehow Barry will be back. It's kind of like they get scared. I mean, at least I guess this whole season was a result of Flashpoint, kind of. But right, it's they did it the first season too. They had this big cliffhanger with the with the uh, um, vortex opening over the city and all this, and then yeah, that was like that whole scenario was literally resolved in like five minutes of the first episode. Well, and it was an after afterthought. Like when they started the episode, I believe it was over already, and so we. We experienced it in a flashback. Mm-hmm. Like, really? I don't really care for Wally that much. Or maybe it's they don't let his character be anything other than annoying, but I haven't yeah. liked him and I don't really want him to be the main Flash. I'd rather have the chick from uh, Earth 2. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse Quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, actually, I agree because Wally, what they've given us of his character, I'm not super keen on him. He's... I mean, whatever he's a dumb kid i guess i mean he's not dumb he's supposed well, to be smart i, I but. think that's why if they were going to go that route they really have to play it up for a while like they can't just dump us right back into barry like if they're going to do that they have to really play up the mentor um dynamic between him and jay garrick otherwise there's no point in doing it at all i think i'm just i'm a little worried i like barry though i mean i like grant and all that so wouldn't mind Barry coming back, but I'm worried they have like tends to happen when they like get superhero characters married. Like I'm worried they feel will feel like they've written themselves into a corner and don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't want them to like feel like they're at the end of his character arc and then just keep resetting it. Like it kind of feels like they've been doing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe they just don't know what to do with Barry at this point. Well, they've kind of set us up for he's going to disappear. Mm-hmm. during the crisis like they've set us up for that since season one so i'm okay with it happening but they gotta do it right anything else on the cw shows before we move on this episode's going a little long i guess i think we covered it <laughs> we probably uh beat beat the dead horse with dre Eber beats. <laughs> is, it, is that a callback to the pre-show i think uh, it is a callback to the pre-show and uh, I kind of just want to leave it as you said it because it's going to seem so weird and out of place. If you want to know what we're talking about, you can uh, be a Patreon for a dollar a month. Patreon.com slash Podcast. You can be a Patreon for $20 a month too. You can. <laughs> that too. That too. That too. <laughs> we'll take your dollars or your $20. Either way. Hey, we'll take even more if uh, if you want. Yeah. If you have lots of, lots of extra money to throw at things, throw it at us. We'll if you don't like inside jokes that you don't get, it's worth your time and money. And then you'll get the inside jokes. Yep. And other stuff. You think the show Yeah. You think the show finances itself? I'll make you a it card. It doesn't just grow on trees. Yeah. yeah. Groxes don't just grow on trees, you know. <laughs> they don't. And we're not paying to entertain the outside. Or grow trees. Yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to I was trying to do more like Dad <laughs> lines. We're not paying to heat oh. the outside. Oh, no, oh, oh. So, 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 Doctor Who, huh? What? Yeah.
Yeah, I like Doctor <laughs> Who. How is it you did the like weird beats by Bieber, Dre, Rambly bit, and I'm the one that somehow got stuck with being the one that caused an awkward transition? <laughs> Magic. Okay, so Doctor <laughs> Who. <laughs> okay, so we are, I believe... As of the time this episode goes up, we'll be one episode behind, but I still wanted to talk about it because it's Doctor Who. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you've seen the most recent... Well, okay, I shouldn't say that, Jess. Jesse, you've seen episode seven, I think it was? Yes. Okay. Watched so, it this morning. All right. So we will be talking about this season so far up to uh, episode seven. And for people in the way future, we're talking about season or series 10 of the new Who series. Yes. So far... I'm very much enjoying this season. Last couple episodes feel iffy. Mm -hmm. Yep. They feel like Stephen Moffat. Yeah. I like, uh, I'm, well, I kind of like, I'm okay with the new companion. I think that the one guy is kind of annoying. The, the. Narwhal. Yeah. Narwhal. Whatever the Mm -hmm. hell. (laughs) Narwhal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. I wish they would, he would get rid of him. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe he's dead. I don't know. But uh, but other than that, I think you were okay. So we watched episode seven last night, and I think you were in a bad mood anyway. Actually, we watched six and seven last night. Mm-hmm. But you were very angry at the show. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, what was it? If he's dead, did he liquefy? Why didn't he liquefy? And you were getting very upset with it. Yeah, because yeah. you can't just halfway do it. Do it all, or don't do it at all. You know what I mean? That's good. Do it all, or don't do it at all. Shush. Except you said it better. You said it. You said it in a way that sounded like two rhyming words that weren't necessarily the same word. But they were. Is he a robot or isn't he a robot? He's not a robot right now, but he's got robot stuff sometimes. I think he he's mostly he has... robot. I think he's a head. Yeah. I... I thought he went back to before he became a robot and saved him. Oh, I don't think so. Are you sure? Yeah, he was a robot like episode one of the season when he was in the college still because oh. he had like a screw falling out and he was sounding like. Yeah. Rah, 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 rah. Oh, oh, I, mean, I didn't remember that. And I think this last, this episode, they had made mention of, he said something about he still had, like, normal lungs or something, so he should go in the ship. Oh, okay. Okay. That that explains why what happens is happening. Yeah. Very yeah. boneheaded. Okay, that makes, of, that makes more sense, yeah. Very it's strange. Boneheaded of the doctor. Yeah. In that <laughs> situation. And I don't understand that, because I know that they're, they go out in space, and the TARDIS gives them a little air bubble to well, live with. And that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, well, maybe that's what, well, maybe that's why he's not concerned because he really should have been concerned before he walked off that TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they've, they've had the little like tease of, you know, there, he's got to watch this vault. Who's in the vault. What's in the vault. Well, it's not, right. a, it's not a surprise. I guess the specifics are kind of a surprise, but it's not a surprise. Who's in there. Right. Well, it, it was before. I mean, they didn't say it automatically, did they? No, but I mean, what I'm saying we is... We guessed it, what it was, yeah. yeah, but that doesn't mean that everybody did. I'm not talking for everybody. Okay. If I was talking for everybody, I'd be like, you should pay Randy $1,000 a piece, and then I'd be rich. <laughs> everybody would say that? Yeah. Okay, that works. If I was talking for everybody, but I'm not <laughs> talking for us, in which case, you guys should still pay Randy 1000 bucks a piece. <laughs> um, Patreon.com. <laughs> $1,000. I'll... Uh, I don't know. I'll draw you a picture on a napkin for $1,000. <laughs> napkin Randy's making a comeback. Oh, yeah. Wow. I forgot about Napkin Randy. I'll do a Napkin Randy animated feature. Yep. If I get 
several people paying me a thousand dollars yeah because an- <laughs> animation ain't cheap yeah i mean this animation will be cheap but in general it's not yeah this is right. we are talking about napkin stick people um <laughs> i forgot what we were talking about anyway no like yeah we had guessed it we had figured yeah yeah but up to up to recently it's kind of been monster of the week kind of stories mm-hmm. right uh and for me they've been fun and i've enjoyed Man, what's her name? The new companion. Bill. Bill. I've enjoyed her character Pearl, so or far. Pearl Mackie. Mackie. Pearl. Pearl Mackie. Pearl Mackie. Something. Bill. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Make I'm it a, make it a Mac. <laughs> it's the Bill Mac. Yeah. And I liked the first episode of the season. I thought that was, I mean, it felt like another jumping on point, like a good jumping on point for new viewers because we kind of. It, not as much as in previous years, but it we kind of get an introduction, reintroduction to the Doctor through the companion character. Yeah. Right. And um, I thought it was handled well this time. And murderous puddles rock. Yeah, the puddle thing was creepy. <laughs> yeah. There's been lots of creepy this season, mm-hmm. which is which is always good. Even this recent couple episodes of like, those things look horrifying. <laughs> yeah. But those that's not what really what they look like, is it? No. So if you if you were going to go to a planet and try to look somewhat like them, why would you make yourself look like a very horrifying version of them? Like a corpse. Yes. And said, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know their logic. Well, they they kind they kind of said it's because to us you are corpses, which didn't really answer the question. No. But yeah. No, it was more of a threat. I I kind of have I kind of take issue with this. I mean, like this, we kind of mentioned like. Uh, this is like all of a sudden we got plunked down into a three-parter or at least it's a three-parter so far. Yeah. Like it was just monster a week, monster a week, monster a week, three-parter, boom, very Stephen Moffat. And, uh, and, and that was how I felt about it immediately was like, okay, this is either going to be awesome or this is going to be death in the death in heaven or whatever the dark water whatever that they did last season yeah or the season before that i don't even know what season at this point every moffat like, season. Oh, okay this could be this could be another uh fails to land kind of kind another of river scenario. song well he, exactly <laughs> he sets things up interestingly and then doesn't execute but it feels like or doesn't complete well and in this case i don't necessarily feel like it's been set up well Right. Mm. It, I mean, it's not like it's been handled incompetently or anything. Like I, you know, I know what's going on. I just, it hasn't been that enjoyable of a ride so right. far. The blind doctor thing is interesting, but having to deal with it for two full episodes, where like, I mean, blind people are going to hear this and be like, "Well, try dealing with it every day." But having to deal with it in this character, mm-hmm. it feels um like a burden. <laughs> Well, it, also, me, also because he's lying about it and that just gets frustrating. Like, it's like, at what point does Bill not just figure it out? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty obvious, actually. Like Nardle's just explaining everything to him in this most recent episode. And it's like, what? She's not smart enough to pick that up. I actually had to ask Holly a couple times. Wait, didn't, didn't he admit it yet? Yeah, because there were times where it's like she was just ignoring it. Yeah, like it was like she didn't notice it at all. And then other times it was like, oh, well, she probably knows. Yeah. When he's like a door just opened right in front of your face. I think he should, <laughs> yeah, like, should have been able to know that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was stupid too. stupid. Like 
oh no, this 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 disability that he just has right now is gonna make everything suck because she's gonna try to save him, you know? And well, I'm like, his logic for not telling her? No, him. Oh. Like she made her deal with the dead mummy oh, monk guys, yeah. aliens because because he was blind. Yeah, and it, it's it's cheap. Yeah, it kind of is cheap. Yeah, uh, yeah, it did kind of ruin all the development that they've had with her, which you know, like there haven't been that many episodes. Mm-hmm. So, like, we can't decide if this is a good decision for her or a bad decision for her because how well does she know him? And she, it seems like in the last couple episodes, she's been trying to get distance from him anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, if there's one thing Moffat's handled well. It's consistent companions. <laughs> oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, I love Rory. I'm surprised she doesn't have a superpower yet, but give it time. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> I, I like her right now because she's just an, she's just a companion, but we'll see how far that lasts. I mean, at the very longest, the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if she'll come back. They probably don't know. No, they're not going to let her come back. They're going to be like, she just sold sold the earth to these crazy dead monk guys. Well, we don't I want mean, her back here. Capaldi's out the end of the season anyway. Why? Yeah, I like Capaldi. Give him some. Let him work with somebody besides Moffat so that we can see him be good. He's out. It's a done deal. Yeah, but he's out. So it's not like they haven't, or they're not like they can't do a Moffat or a Moffat. <laughs> a uh, doctor and companion switch over between seasons, but usually they keep at least the companion around. Through... They'll keep Narwhal. <laughs> Narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> this this business with Missy is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay, and maybe she knew she wasn't really going to die, and she was acting up because that's what Missy does. But I didn't buy her begging. It doesn't seem yeah. very mastery. I'm mean, not that no. the master's like one to have like I don't know what's the word a bunch of pride or something. I mean he acts that way, but he he'll he'll be at skis if it benefits him. Yeah, I, I yeah yeah. I seem to recall him doing a little bit of pleading at some point in time. Uh, well, you could be right. Usually, it's yeah. Because- there's, there's a few times where his plan didn't go according to plan, and then all of a sudden, oh, now I need the doctor to save me from myself. Yes. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's like, oh, no, I, I made a mistake by trusting these evil, you know, whatever's they are. Please, please help me kind of a thing. So maybe this will be answered by the time this episode goes up. But what do you think uh, Sims's master? What do you think his role is going to be in this? Sims? The guy that played the master before Missy. He is in the season at some point in time. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out where. Where he is, is he a later incarnation of Missy? Like, where does we don't we have no idea where Missy falls in the master's timeline? Is he pre is she pre Sims? I was almost thinking it would be kind of a fun twist that she gets executed and uh, re um, gen- regenerates into him into him. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, not that it makes a difference. Well, it'd have, but- to, it'd have to be Derek Jack- Jacoby, but that would be rad. Because remember, Jacoby, it it would go her, then Jacoby, then then Sims. Oh yeah, you're right. Because we did have him generate into uh, regenerate into Sims. We he was he's in like one episode. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the only stumbling block, oh, yeah. block that I see in that. Good point. I had forgotten that. All right. Oh, well. Well, I'd still love that. to see it. I'd still love to see uh, her be like a previous incarnation because that would really throw a wrench in things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of any references she would have made to their past that aren't like, that isn't just generic, could be at any point in time. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's right. been anything, so. I don't think so either. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. And I believe she's not that you can count on anything any of these people say outside of the show, but I believe she said she's not returning after this season. Yeah, yes. she's gone with Capaldi, according to the last thing I read. Okay. So everything's going to suck. Wow, that's how that's how we look <laughs> at it every time we know there's a change coming. No, we were I was excited when Capaldi was going to take over. Yeah, but we don't know who's coming next. It could be somebody else. Awesome. There's there's always there's always a lull. There's always a doctor you're not super fond of, but you enjoy it enough. Yeah. When is Moffat leaving? Because he was supposed to have left a long time ago, and he's still here, end of ruining season. everything. Calm down. <laughs> have some dip. The end. Of the end. <laughs> George Carlin popped in my head. I don't know why. Yep. Um. Yep. The end of the season. This is last season. Mm. Yep. Because sure? uh, Christmas special will be the end okay i don't know if i trust it because it was supposed to be the end before too and then he's like oh you know what no i'll maybe i'll do it another year or two but i don't like him moving on yes let's move on okay so the monsters uh i I referenced earlier uh the monsters the only thing that i don't dig about them is that like ever since um Ever since Moffat has kind of jumped on, like his idea of a creepy monster is stealing, uh, what's his name? The guy that does the motion capture for Abe Sapien. <laughs> like every monster in a Guillermo del Toro film. Oh, yeah. Like, like they're, they're like slow, creepy point thing. Yeah. And then like, it doesn't matter what the face does as long as they do a slow, creepy point. Like the silence does it. Uh, what was it? The, was it the whisper men? Oh yeah. Do it. Yeah. Um now these monk guys do it. Um you hear this. I'm trying to think of other ones, but it's like they all do it. Like, okay, time for the slow creepy point. The uh Guillermo del Toro wannabes. You even had that like I, I guess he was supposed to be some kind of assassin or something that was stalking Capaldi last season with the snake guy, where he's basically snakes, but he'd like form together. Mm-hmm. And he was just oh, yeah. a, like a tall creepy dude in a robe that like floated around kind of and was creepy in a similar fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He likes that. I, I, mean, I just feel like it's kind of getting predictable in the way that it's like, well, it's super creepy. And, and I agree they are creepy, but it, it feels like it's a formula. Now you could just m- Mr. Potato head, the head, and then just make him walk around all creepy. Like well, the, the point, the bunch of dead uh, astronauts in evil suits was kind of, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I would have been upset if I were those people and he brought Bill back, but everybody else was still dead. I think I would have been a little disappointed there, but yeah, well, right. a lot of them would have been dead anyway, because they had gotten out into space. Most of them had. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's something we hadn't touched on. I like that episode. I like, I feel I, like we spaced it. Ooh. Mm. I, I, I mean, and that's where the blindness came from. So yeah, mm-hmm. I guess adding to Bill's guilt and motivation to talk to these whatever they're called aliens of some kind oh the monks yeah um he's blind because well in her mind because it's her, it's her fault that he's blind he's blind because he gave her his helmet and walked through space well maybe he should have closed his eyes 
<laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I know. I didn't feel this way until uh, until just recently, but is she becoming Martha Martha Jones? No, I hope not. I hope not too. But I, I like looking at the uh, trailer for the next episode. I'm kind of like, uh, are they Martha Jonesing her? But she's a lesbian. Sorry, there's <laughs> a, di- a different, slightly different characteristic on paper. Okay, speaking of the lesbian thing, I got a particular laugh out of. She brought this woman home. I think it was yeah. an episode yeah. before this last one we watched. And just talking to the talking to her. And the woman seemed like she was maybe not super experienced in dating, like dating women on the regular or something. I don't know. But then the Pope walks out of her bedroom. <laughs> yeah. And I laughed so hard. I thought that was funny. Because what <laughs> and the woman like is that the Pope in your you know, like recognized him mm-hmm. as the actual Pope. I thought that was so funny. Yeah. Like, what would a person think? Yeah, especially if it, especially if it was somebody who wasn't necessarily comfortable. Yeah, she. That's that's my point. She seemed kind of uncomfortable, and well, and maybe it was because whatever living arrangement Bill had going on, there was a woman there who's clearly not aware of uh, Bill's her, interest in women. Yeah. yeah, you didn't bring a guy home, did you? Yeah. What was? Mm-hmm. I guess they didn't address what the situation was. It's like some kind of foster mom or something. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. Yeah. yeah. Which is weird because then you uh, was it the episode before or a couple episodes before with the uh, she was rooming with some people from college. Yeah, but that didn't work well, out. Well, no, it didn't work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, they they mentioned that she wants to move. I think she just yeah, okay. It's hard to find a place. I've enjoyed the season up to these last couple episodes. I enjoyed it quite a bit actually. Mm-hmm. Um, these ones and this feel is off. still mid season, isn't it? Yeah, it's... I mean, like this isn't even the end. So I mean, like there's still potentially a lot more to come, but it's like. This, yeah, this feels strange, like a mid-season finale already. Yeah, and I don't like, uh, everything seemed way too forced or sloppy. Like, like the okay, I really like the idea of a biological or whatever biogenetic thing mm-hmm. destroying he, the world. But we have to make that guy the sloppiest hungover man ever. I'm going to leave two airlocks open and just bring all, bring all this unknown sludge that's dead with me, you know. Scoop it up with his hands. Run so, oh my god, it was ridiculous. And why Why would all this like recycle out into the air? I don't understand why they would have built that into the lab. Yeah, automatic. Yeah. yeah. That's like exactly the opposite of what it should do. Yeah, yeah. If it goes into lockdown, it should stay in lockdown because they're obviously dealing with chemicals that can cause a. Yeah, yeah. That were, sh- that were sprayed through the air to the plants. I mean. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, that whole bit felt a little bit like, I mean, they did the bit with the close up of the glasses in her purse getting smashed. And then the guy, the a bottle of alcohol being smashed. And it felt a little too like, look at this. Aren't we clever? I didn't care for it. <laughs> yeah. It felt too. Yeah. These episodes just felt off in a way. I mean, there's stuff I liked. I liked the portals that went. I liked the shadow world, uh, shadow life, whatever they called it. The, the simulation thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like their little tenderly. Uh computer thing that they like just hold on to it they hold on to it and they see the future or the simulation of what's going to happen yeah Yeah. the music got we i had to comment on the music um because they're like jet setting around the world you know after this pyramid uh uh appears and all this and like the music was some straight up james bond stuff i was like is this a James? Are they do going for James bond that's what it sounded like later it turned into like old horror movie music they went back to that whole uh president of the world thing and i'm just like i don't need to remember that because that's all it makes me think about Mm -hmm. this like this episode already makes me think of 
uh, death in heaven. Yeah. I don't need to remember it. And what good is giving him this title of president of the world, but they don't listen to him. Right. Any, any, any other thoughts on Dr. Who talks? Um, interested to see how Missy is going to play into this, which we'll probably already know by the time you guys hear this episode. Okay. Slight predictions, I guess. What? There's no way of knowing how, how do you want to see it end for this doctor? Like, oh, how do you, how think, is he, how's he going to go out? How do you think Ooh. Capaldi's going to go out? The doctor, the Capaldi doctor, not Capaldi himself. He's fit and healthy. And it definitely doesn't worry me that sometimes his eyes look real tired. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to get hit by a spaceship. What, like when he's out in space or like somewhere on earth, he's like standing out there in a spaceship. He's going to, he's going to give some speech and it'll be like some big finale type speech. And then something will come along and like run him over. Because he can't see. <laughs> but he got his vision back, at least temporarily. Well, okay, yeah. fine. Then he can see. It's still going to run him over, just to be a, a bad word about it. That's interesting. I was worried that they were going to mess with his future regenerations, and then I realized, oh, no, all of that happened inside of the simulation. Oh, you're right. Remember where, where he traded on his own regenerations in order to get some sight? Yeah, you're right. It, did, it was and in it was the like, simulation. Whoa. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I thought for sure they were setting up something that's gonna like really mess with the next regeneration. Yeah, be a or at least be a very plot convenient inconvenience. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing that I liked because it it's always nice when the doctor's a little bit of a bad word. Yeah. But uh, when they, he was supposed to be executing Missy, and he's like, "I'm the doctor. Look it up as cause of death," and I'm like. Wow, yeah, that's kind of crazy right there. Yeah, you they, don't... <laughs> they all got scared and started running away. Even the guy, the main guy who was holding out forever, and his thing mm-hmm. kept going, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want that to be my ringtone now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it worked, like, in that situation, but it was weird that he would flaunt... What a murderer he is? Yeah. Like, like a mass. Hey, ask ask Adric how he's feeling today, kids. <laughs> and the dinosaurs. Yeah. And the dinosaurs. You know how many genocides I've committed? I can't even count anymore. You're welcome. <laughs> Except for the Daleks that one time when I could have stopped them. I didn't do that. Well, he did murder yeah, a lot. Yeah, of but as the fourth doctor, he could have snuffed them out before they were even really Daleks. But yeah. he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I know because they just talked about it and stared off into space like the fourth doctor does. Well, maybe that's why later in his regenerations, he's got such a heart on for him. Daleks? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because the ninth doctor was all about murdering them all. Yeah, but the ninth doctor was fresh out of the time war. Yeah. I mean, as it kind of turns out, he wasn't, but he doesn't remember or acknowledge the war doctor. So, he, as far as we knew, anyway. He's fresh out of the time war. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they, uh, what was it? He's attached to the uh, tendrils and whatnot in this last episode. And he's like, oh, sorry. Uh, th- not my first dead planet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 I like that a bit or quite a bit because, you know, I mean, the doctor gets upset about things, but like, yeah, it's not going to hit him like it hit everybody else because mm-hmm. he's seen, he's seen all that. He's seen yeah. tons of, he's seen. I think he's seen Earth in that state many times before he changed things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's watched it blow up, I know, at least. Yeah, a couple times. That's yeah. like a 
That's like a date spot for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Want to go watch the Earth blow up? It's beautiful. That's where he took Rose. I know. The first time like he took her out to space, it's like, hey, I'm going to take you out. You're going to see the Earth explode. Probably not a great decision on his behalf. Just because no. there was some, you know, assassin type person there or something. Uh, just in general. Yeah. But uh, he's like Angelo Lansbury. Of course, there's an assassin there. <laughs> Everything, no matter where he goes. <laughs> yeah. He's are, causing the murders. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. so he can road about them. <laughs> but no, I mean, if, if some alien guy that could time travel came and picked me up, I'd be like, yeah, I want to watch the Earth explode. That's like the first thing I want to see. <laughs> It's like Fourth of July, cranked up a notch. Yeah, but it messed her up a little bit. Well, she gave her pause. Although maybe that's kind of the idea too. Is like if you can handle this, then we can cruise. Yeah, maybe. Where did he take Bill? He took Bill to a spaceship. Was that their first? Yeah, I mean, I guess the her Enjoy. first travel was like in the middle of like running from things. Yeah. Oh, and she like got to see all across the universe and stuff through that water creature lady oh yeah but yeah that was kind of sad i liked it though i thought it, yeah it was and but i thought it was an interesting introduction to her character but also of her character to the world mm-hmm. like kind of like what i was saying it's just like you really here if you can handle everything not that it was intentional of the doctor but it's like if you can handle this then you're probably good to go for the rest of the stuff yeah <laughs> an awful lot of he, i wouldn't shouldn't say he's let but an awful lot of people have died on the, when the doctor was around this season Mm-hmm. That seems unusual a little bit. He doesn't quite seem to work as hard to save the individual people no. as other doctors have. No, he doesn't. It's like, oh, you know, you're well, I mean, they even kind of played on that real heavy that his first season with the guy that like was targeted by the Dalek antibodies and he gave him the pill so he could track his remains afterwards. Yeah. But I thought he'd gotten over all that. He's definitely better. He seems he seems softer this season. Not necessarily in a, like, the whole, like, you know, he's had to change a character, but in, like, a, he seems like he's getting older. Yeah. Like, it seems yeah. like they're letting him embrace the age that most people probably like. Why is the doctor so old? It seems like they're kind of letting him embrace the old doctor instead of being like, he looks old, but he plays guitar and he rides tanks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. I'd really like to see, uh, I'd like to see them do something with Susan before. Oh, Yeah. Uh, PCAP is gone because uh, his granddaughter from the first doctor because mm-hmm. they've made many references to her lately in and out of the show like he's made references to her like that's the thing he wants to see yeah that'd be nice and she's a time lord so she's could be anybody yeah yeah Carol Ann Ford is still kicking so I, I would love to see them pull in some of these people that are still alive while they're still alive. Kind of like they did with uh, Tom Baker in the 50th. Like, Fraser Hines is out there. Uh, you could you could just stop in, and it could be a throwaway scene. You could have uh, Jamie. He could just, like, pop in on Jamie, even though Jamie doesn't even know who he is because of the uh, war games. Mm-hmm. That could be make- a guy that he, like, has haggis with once in a while because they're both Scottish now. Yeah. Yeah, that disappoints me. You know, they don't. They, you know, Moffat hasn't done that. Right. He seemed. That's not epic enough. Come on. It's awesome. (laughs) It would would be a great scene. Just to, it would just be a thing like, like, oh, I got to (laughs) go. It would be great if they had some kind of mission. And while they were there, he just like stops. He's like, oh, hey, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. But then. Oh, yeah. And they don't even say who it is. Yeah. And then just. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I and don't then uh, Fraser Hines is just like, why? He looks familiar to me, even though he's never seen him. <laughs> See, they should have us writing this show. God. Yeah. It'd yeah. be great. When I, I always liked the idea of bringing back David Tennant as the Valyard. Like, make, make David Tennant's crazy clone the Valyard. And that's oh, why he's after. That's why he's after regenerations, because he doesn't have any of his own. He's half Time Lord. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. See? See? We're good. <laughs> we we are we are good BBC you should see <laughs> and pay us yep yeah thousand dollars patreon.com <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move off of this because I just remembered letters page segment oh hey this Wh- episode who, who who who's writing this letters so we have a letter <gasps> we actually have a letter on our letters page yep oh my gosh. So before I get to this letter, if you would like to send us an email, a voicemail, or an MP3 recording of your voice, preferably, <laughs> you can, uh, well, you could do two of those three things by emailing us stuff at letters at grolicspodcast.com. That's letters, as in letters page. Or you can yeah. leave a voicemail, a uh, voice message. You can call us at 559-426-6427. That's 559-426-6427 or 559-4-COMICS. Now, somebody who did one of those things, they sent an email to letters at grolicspodcast.com, and I'm going to read it to you. All right. Let's hear this letter that we got on our letters page for grolicspodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't remember any of that, also, by the way, go to grolicspodcast.com. And click to contact us. <laughs> that started off as genuine. Then I was like, I'm just throwing the, the URL at him again. All right. We have an email. Woo! All right. The email says, hi, I'm Tanner. And I just want to say your videos are awesome, especially your Scribblenauts on Mask videos. I follow you on Twitter. And if you were wondering, should I give their Twitter? I should, right? Maybe. And if you were wondering, my Twitter is... At I ran off a bridge. Hope you have a good time reading this. Bye. From Tanner. <laughs> At first I thought maybe that was my nephew Tanner, but that's not his Twitter handle. Yeah, I, That thought had kind of crossed my mind too. Thank you, Tanner. I appreciate it. Uh, if Listener, if you don't know what he's talking about, you should because I'm sure we mention it very often. But we also uh, do some videos on YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. YouTube.com mm-hmm. slash Grolix Podcast. Uh, specifically, he's mentioning... The uh, various Scribble Knots Unmasked Let's Play videos I've been doing. They're fun and ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, but thanks, Tanner. I appreciate it. Uh, I appreciate the input because he's left a comment on the video itself and then also sent an email. So shout out to you. I'm glad yes. you're enjoying thanks. it. Thanks, Tanner. I will keep those Scribble Knots videos coming until I finally get tired of Lily's interrupting my mission and throw the computer out the window. <laughs> Lily gotta go. Lily, keep. Who gave her? Who gave her a bat communicator? That's what I want to know. <laughs> right, right. It was Batman. Are you? Are you ready? Batman. Are you? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Oh, it's the worst. But yeah, Scribble Knots. It's a lot of fun. We're not pulling tons of views, but we're getting like nice interactions with people like Tanner here. Um, so it's mm-hmm. very nice. Yep, and it makes me it makes me happy that we're garlicked. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Tanner is is a younger gentleman. Um, mm-hmm. I know this because I followed him back on Twitter 
and he looks like a younger gentleman. So uh, I'm glad, Tanner, that we try not to be too filthy. Mm-hmm. And don't do anything that we do until you're older. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go ahead and have fun. Yep. Yep. Next episode, we will be discussing for our poll list, our monthly poll list uh, book. We will be discussing Kingdom Come, which is oh, uh, at this point like a classic DC Elseworlds graphic novel that I personally have never read before. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And I read it so long ago that I forgot about it. Like I forgot what it was about. I thought I was reading the prequel, apparently. I had not read it, but I now have. I, I have. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be good. That was perfect. <laughs> Great delivery. <laughs> Get ready for that in our next episode. You guys are, you, you don't even know. <laughs> this is Melanie, and you grolics me. This is Randy. I see my Grawlicks all the time. I never liked it. It's all over the place. It's always doing expressions when I'm trying to be enigmatic. I know my Grawlicks. And there was something wrong with my Grawlicks in the puddle. What could be wrong with your own Grawlicks? And this is Jesse. Ooh, way you good looking! Your Grawlicks! Thank you for listening to the Grolix Podcast. The Grolix Podcast is a production of the Electronic Media Collective and Vorpal Arrow Studios. For more Grolix Podcasts, check out GrolixPodcast.com. Also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, YouTube, ElectronicMediaCollective.com, Facebook.com slash Grolix Podcast, Twitter.com slash Grolix Podcast, all the dot com slash all the Grolix Podcast. You didn't have a fairy to be like, hey, listen. That's that's a Zelda joke, guys. Oh. Sorry. We we yeah, got it. Okay. We we un- we understand the Zelda jokes. We oh, don't. Okay. We don't. I we don't, don't play Zelda. We don't. I, yeah, <laughs> I, we don't. I never I played like, Zelda. I was like, really? oh, crickets. That's right. You guys don't play Zelda. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. This is a strictly <laughs> no, okay. non-Zelda I, household. I play Fable. <laughs> I, is that close I, enough? I always play to the room. I forgot.